Welcome back to Chats with the Starving Artists. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. Another episode. Thank you for all the subscriptions. Thank you for all the comments, the feedback. Everybody that's just been showing love. Got a very special next few episodes happening as we're down here by, at South by Southwest. Working with Movement 50 and Hug Story House based out of Austin. Having dialogue really around the creative community and tech. Um, still focusing on the age of the creative and talking about different forms of creativity and different forms of artistry. Having a, special com- a bunch of special conversations revolving around the, the tech creative community. So today's episode, I'm sitting with George Kyle. Did I say that right? George Keel from Nice Kicks. Super, super dope dude, doing a lot of dope things in the sneaker world, but then also in the, the nonprofit world as well, which we'll get into. Tell us about yourself, where you're from, and how you got started at Nice Kicks. I know you are the managing editor of the platform, correct? Right, correct. Um, I started at Nice Kicks in 2008. I was a staff writer then and there. At um, I started with Fox KTBC. I did an internship there. And uh, the internship coordinator happened to know the CEO of NiceKicks.com, which is Matt Hatfield. You know Matt Hatfield. Yeah. Um, and uh, the rest is history. I started there as a staff writer um, for two years, and then um, I became an editor for NiceKicks.com, and then just recently uh, became the editor-in-chief okay. of NiceKicks in October of 2014. So, Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Uh, so it's been, a, it's been a great ride ever since. Okay. Now, I'm familiar with the platform just because I love sneakers. Okay. So can you talk a little bit about your approach? I think your approach that you took creatively was very, very different. When we talk about online publications, there wasn't really anything that existed for sneakers or just the sneakerhead community. Nice Kicks is a super, super dope store here in Austin. I've been a few times. No, Matt, as you said. But there wasn't anything that existed platform-wise to talk about sneakers yeah. and I think that you brought just a whole different approach whether it's kicks on court kicks on the field all those different things that you were doing so can you talk a little bit about your creative approach and I guess because I think that your creative approach helped with what your growth was right right so can you talk a little bit about your creative approach with just the sneaker community and how you wanted to do something different within nice kicks and within this platform Definitely. online um so Basically, we always looked at sports and how they were commentated and reported on. And um, we noticed that everyone uh, in sports wore sneakers. Mm -hmm. And uh, some people tried to stand out more than others as far as wearing sneakers. So we wanted to kind of approach it from a uh, sneaker standpoint as far as the sports. Um, No one was doing that at the time. Uh, Video is something that kind of captured that as well. And... um, that's kind of what birthed uh, Kicks on Court, um, Gridiron Kicks, which is our football segment, um, and also some of the videos where we go inside the, the uh, celebrities' closets and stuff like that, uh, sneak peek. So um, there was no one doing uh, videos inside of these different types of sports realms and also these uh, celebrities' closets. So that was something different that we wanted to try and something different that we wanted to uh, bring to the sneaker world. Um, the reporting like I said, it was sport-based. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we, we saw that everyone wanted to wear sneakers on these uh, different type of sports platforms. So that's kind of where that was birthed. Yeah. Did you study broadcast journalism at all? I did. Okay. So my uh, major was mass communications with an emphasis in print journalism. Okay. And uh, broadcast journalism came from uh, the internship with Fox KTBC. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. studied broadcast as well. So yeah. So with that, with that approach and just how you kind of did that, can you talk about a little bit of your inspiration of – you know, creating these segments and just kind of having a different angle. 
You know, where did the inspiration come from to do this since it wasn't anything that existed already? Well, I, I studied um, a lot of Ahmad Rashad, mm-hmm. um, who does, Love you Rashad. know, he used to do NBA inside stuff. And uh, the different segments that you always see on ESPN, they, they always have their ESPN basic reporting. But then off of that, they have different one-offs, like NBA inside stuff. You have NBA Tonight. You yeah. have uh, just outside the lines. Um NCAA basketball tonight and stuff like that. So, NiceKicks.com solely focuses uh, on sneakers, no mm-hmm. pun intended, but we wanted to do one-offs. Like, hey, kicks on court. Let's let's talk about the shoes that were worn on, on the basketball court, on yeah. the football field, on the uh, baseball field, and stuff like that. So, that kind of bred um, talking about different genres of sneakers. And so, that's where all of these different segments came about. Um, MTV Cribs is another thing that inspired us. Um, you know, you, you always see people going inside of their different homes, but yeah. we were like, why not go inside their sneaker closets? Because yeah. a lot of the celebrities actually own thousands of shoes and want to show them off. So yeah. um, we were just thinking about different ways that we can kind of spread our content horizontally mm-hmm. um, instead of always doing vertical, like, hey, today's release and tomorrow's release and stuff like that yeah yeah okay how tough was that like with those things that you were inspired by and what you wanted to create how tough was that to run it by matt and just even you know your bosses at the time Mm -hmm. that you had to create these segments and really bring them to life and make it happen so the great thing about working with nice kicks is matt allows me freedom to do whatever i want to do um sometimes he even lets me just go and do it and then i'll show him and he's like Perfect. Let's run with it. So um, it wasn't that difficult to kind of get those things off the ground, um, but that took a lot of trust. Yeah, that was uh, a lot of me. You know, through my eight years of being there, showing him different things that I like that he he would like, and uh, some things he didn't like, some things he did like. But um, after a while, he just started to let me do whatever I want to do, and so that's kind of how those different contents and columns came about. Okay. At any point, would you say that you were scared or just a little apprehensive to go on this journey and essentially create the things that you wanted to do? You know, you were working for Nice Kicks, but it's almost like you were being an entrepreneur and being a creative and creating your own lane and something that didn't exist. And you created a bunch of things that didn't exist. So were you at any point scared? No, I wasn't scared. I was um, just anxious to see what uh, the public thought about these different columns. Yeah. Um, So... Given the the room to kind of create pretty much anything, it kind of motivated me to see, like, what can we create uh, with this platform of of people that really uh, pay attention to sneakers? How can we create horizontal content? Um, And and so I I wouldn't say scared. I would just say very anxious to see what how people, you know, took certain things. Okay. How important to to you was goal setting? to make these things happen. Can you talk a little bit about that process of the original concept ideation and and just fleshing it out and any goals that you had to set going into that? Yeah, so um, the goal with our our main column, Sneak Peek, we're going to celebrities' homes. The goal with that was to see, just randomly see how many celebrities would bite. bite. How many people would, would actually let us into their homes because celebrities these days are like, don't come into my house. Like, I don't... Right. Yeah. So, um, we actually set a goal to do... I think it started in October. We set a goal to do two by the end of the year. We ended up doing four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that kind of uh, kind of fed our tiger within. We were like, hey, like, if we could do four and we set out to do two, 
we can make this like a, a series. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I guess the goal was to try to build on the uh, first episode that we did, but also try to strive to do more and try to do more content, whether it's kicks on court, um, sneak peek, or anything else. Um, we just saw a very big uh, following and liking to our videos, and that kind of made us go um, further. Yeah, I think the first one I saw was uh, the finals from 2014, the one you did with Kawhi Leonard, I okay. think. Okay, yeah. I, I can't remember the, the sneaker, but that was the first time I saw it, and I thought that that was just an interesting sort of perspective, and it made me think differently now because, to your point, it's almost like you're sneaker reporting, and that's right, something, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's su yeah. It was super, super dope. Okay. Yeah. Can you talk about, like, I want to circle back onto the process. Can you talk a little bit about your process in creating this, right? So you right. talked about you would just essentially kind of execute the things and you didn't really have fear and you kind of just would do it instead of getting approval on the idea, you would do it and Matt would just be like, all right, this is cool and give you feedback there. But yeah. can you talk a little about your process and, and how you kind of made everything come to life and just in your journey from start to where you are now? Right, right. Well, I give credit to Matt because he had the idea back in 2013 and 14. He said um, people actually look at or people take in video more than they're writing at times right and so that um gave me the idea like maybe let, let's try video let's let's do a lot of video so um I, I give credit a lot to our videographer we actually came up with some ideas we brainstormed like how can we get people to uh, uh at, at, one, at one time kicks on court was actually not video it was just uh, hmm. a written column and with we photographs like, with photographs right. and we were like how can we bring this to life how can we make um people actually you know be a part of this and actually like go inside and do behind the scenes type of work with us yeah and so um that led to me reaching out to different nba teams and getting credentials and going inside and doing different interviews and and essentially like you said it became sneaker reporting and uh people took an interest to that they were like man this is actually new it's something different um, it's something that we haven't seen before. And so the process kind of was, you know, just writing speeches out, writing uh, different types of things. What do we want to ask these players? How can it be different? Um, how can it be different from the actual reporters that go in there and ask them about basketball? Yeah. They don't always want to talk about basketball. They want to talk about something different. So um, it gave us a platform to, um, you know, be different in the locker rooms and ask different types of questions in which they were very receptive of. That's dope. So what would you say just where you are now, right? And even back then, so it's a, it's a twofold question. Back then, what drove your creativity and innovation? And even now, you know, I know you've got a family now and you've right. got a new one. Congratulations again on that. Thank you. But what sort of drives your creativity and innovation? One word, just different. I, I wanted to be different from uh, all of our competitors, every other uh site in there talking about sneakers every site at that time when we first started gave you your your uh, release reminder about yeah. a certain shoe that came out on the weekend um talked about new photos from a certain shoe that was coming out uh months from then but i wanted to do something different on on sneakers and not just talk about your everyday releases and stuff like that so um the motivation was always to be different always to be unique and always to stand out with the content um because that's the biggest uh, people that are successful as far as like innovating and, and creatives is because they do different type 
of things. Yeah. They, they, they do different type of content that um, pulls you in yeah. from the, the norm. Yeah. So. Okay. How important for you for that innovation and just your creativity and just the things that you've brought to the sneaker world? How important is it if we just kind of tie back into what's happening right now at South by Southwest, mm-hmm. even what's happening right now this evening? What does it mean to you to be a thought leader and a creative and somebody that's thinking differently in the, the online and in the tech space, but also just as a person of color? Yeah. What does that mean to you? It means a lot. It means a lot. Um, you don't see many uh, people of color that are that are thought innovators that are that are leaders in the in different spaces as far as tech, yeah. as far as um, digital media. Um, so it means a lot to be one of the few to actually think about innovative ideas and stuff like that. Um, I want our our people of color to not follow so so much yeah. and and not um, always see something they like and try to follow that. My, my advice to people is to, you know, see something, um, see if you can kind of curve that idea in a way to make it yours and, and go out there and just don't, don't have any fear yeah. as far as doing something that you like to do or something that you think is creative or, or different from others. Yeah. To that point, I think it's great, you know, so you guys know me and George just met today. But I think we align there because, you know, that's that's what I want to do with Asia Creative Platform. And just when I talk to different brands and different people that I engage with and people I do work with on a consulting basis, thinking differently, bringing bringing a fresh approach. And it's not, you know, I like to use the words outside of the box a lot. But, you know, I'm really inspired by people that just change and shift the paradigm. You know, I I go against the grain a lot and I play devil's advocate a lot just because I want to challenge people's minds. Yeah. And we could be talking about tomato sauce. Yeah. You know, exactly. and I can talk exactly. I can tell you about a sauce from Italy and you might be right. talking about something your grandma cooked here yeah. in Texas. You know what I mean? But right. you know, I'm gonna stand by that argument just because I wanna change the way you think and kind of broaden your perspective. Exactly. So I love that approach of just kind of wanting to aspire to do different and yeah. create your own lane. And I think that's really, really dope. On this podcast, I don't wanna have like press runs. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd right, rather right. have this as more meaningful content. Yeah. To talk about what drives you creatively the things that you're interested in and kind of how you've created your own path and your journey and where you kind of have come from. Yeah. To that point, can you talk about the project, your, your nonprofit that you and your wife are working on and just kind of taking the innovation and creativity in that space? How is what you've done at Nice Kicks now correlated to the stuff that you guys are doing yeah. as a unit? So uh, my mom actually passed of colon cancer in March of 2014. Sorry. And so, no, no, it's okay. Um, and so immediately I wanted to do something in honor of her. Yeah. Um, because she was very impactful to uh, many people yeah. um, in, in Houston where I grew up. So okay. um, we started, um, we did something that I, I actually had this idea uh, years before she passed, but I, I, I wanted to attach it to a good cause type of thing. And so um, I had an idea of doing a sneaker-themed basketball event, okay. um, basketball type of tournament thing. We, we always see basketball tournaments all over the place, whether they're at Rucker um, three on three basketball, hoop it up or whatever, but there's never been um, a sneaker theme type of thing, type of event. So yeah. um, we started that. Um, my mom was very big into in- interior decoration, and mm-hmm. so we partnered with Habitat for Humanity and um, donated close to two thousand dollars worth of, of uh, gift cards to nine different families. Wow. Um, you know, to help decorate their new homes uh, yeah. in partnership with Habitat, but. After that, we wanted to dig deeper um, and go in into why she passed. Not not what were her, what were her interests, but why 
how she passed. And, and so we started to research colon cancer and see what that was about. And we noticed that it was the second leading cause of cancer-related deaths uh, in, okay. in America and yeah. very prevalent in, in people of color. Yeah. And so uh, that's what kind of led us to open the uh, Kill Colon Cancer Foundation, which is our nonprofit um, that, we, that we run right now. And uh, we have different initiatives and stuff like that. But what I've taken from Nice Kicks um, to that is um, different types of content, like, like, like we talked about just a minute ago, um, being different. And so uh, one of the initiatives we have is something called the Blue Knots Initiative, where we encourage everyone. I actually have my blue laces in right now. We encourage okay. everyone to lace up in blue. It goes um, good with those ventilators. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For uh, March, which is Colon Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah. And so uh, those type of things, um, with uh, along with the tournament and, and different things like that, is uh, just being different. We've done some video stuff um, that uh, kind of, you know, engages people and stuff like that. So uh, it's going really well. It started in 2015, January. And um, if you look at the hashtag Blue Knots on Instagram, you'll see, like, thousands of people around the nation um, wearing blue laces kind of okay. to raise awareness for our cause. I'm going to write that down now. Yeah, yeah. I want to get you out of here. George has to go receive an award this evening. So, you know, we have to get him out of here so he can go do that. What was the toughest part that you've experienced in your journey to get where you are right now and what kind of kept you going? What was the toughest part that, you know, that you looked at that was just like, man, like I'm starving right now? Whether it's starving to get this idea out, starving financially, starving physically. What was the toughest part? The toughest part for me is I... I actually put a lot of uh, deadlines on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a lot of pressure, un- unneeded pressure on myself to get certain things out. So that goal setting was super, super important. Then. Yes. Goal setting is super important. Um, it helps to create differently, but also it can be stressful at times Yeah. Um, because you, you just create this, this vision in your head. Like it has to go out this day. Yeah. It has to, you know, look this certain way. And if it doesn't come out looking that way, um, sometimes it can be disappointing. Yeah. So I would say uh, kind of putting goals out there that you don't necessarily have to do. You always want to have goals, but um, not to the point where you're kind of stressing out like, hey, this needs to be out here. It's not the yeah. correct way. So okay. I would say that. The reason I ask that question is because, again, you know, this is a platform to help artists and people within the creative community right. fulfill their dreams and get their things out so, and mm-hmm. get whatever they want to get out. So yeah. we actually talk about the importance of goal setting. I think it's in episode two or three. And then also like putting timelines associated with those goals that can actually correlate back to your real life outside of your work and outside of your creativity, because that also just makes things happen. And once you put a timeline to it, it makes you more responsible. Right. And, and my advice would be to not like know that goals, set goals, but set attainable goals. Um, don't short, always, mid and long. Yeah. Don't don't always, don't try to. Uh, there's no such thing as a get rich quick scheme. There's yeah. no su- such thing as a get successful uh, quick scheme. So, um I'll always have those goals in mind, have, you know, one year, three year, five year. Yeah. But don't try to reach the five year in the one year. Yeah. Um, and, and, and some goals are, you know, if you set them and you don't reach them, you still continue to try to reach those three and five years, even if you don't reach the one year. So um, just don't get down on yourself and right. yeah, try to work it out. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. What does being a creative mean to you? Being a creative uh, means being different. Mm-hmm. It means uh, being unique and, and bringing something to the world that uh, the masses haven't seen before. Um, bringing something to the world that, that kind of motivates you to be uh, unique and motivates you to stand alone. That's it. 
Yeah. That's it. I love it. I love it. And, and on that note, I'm going to wrap up here with George, but thank you guys so much again for, for tuning in. And I hope this content and this dialogue is super, super meaningful to you guys. Any feedback that you guys have, please, please, please give it back. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know who you guys want to hear from. And then also provide a rating. That way it helps create visibility for the people that aren't listening to this and that could be using this information. So thank you guys so much. We have more episodes coming here at South By with other dope creatives and dope innovators in the tech world and in the media industry and in the music industry. So please, please stay tuned. And George, thank you so much again of course. for, for of course. taking you know a, a few minutes to, to chat with us. Oh yeah, of course. And keep going. Always. Thank you. Where can we find you online? What's your what's your Instagram? So my Instagram is at G E O K three spelled out three spelled out, um, and it's the same with Twitter. Okay. Um, the foundation that I speak of is killcoloncancer.org. Okay. Um, you can find that on Instagram at killcoloncancer, K-I-E-L, colon cancer. I like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, also on Twitter as well. So okay. It's the same thing. Dope. I'll be yeah. sure to put that in the show notes so people can subscribe there. And again, thank you so much, brother. Congratulations on, on the new edition and on the award this evening. Thank you. Thank All you. All right, man.